Hello, welcome everyone. This is In The Nest, and we are so excited to start our brand new first show. I'm yes. Suzanne Anderson. And I'm Crystal Grant, welcome. Why in the world would we think we could do a podcast, Miss Crystal? The things you make me do, Suzanne. <laughs> we are going to launch and share some information about a very successful school and curriculum and innovative tools and tools for teachers and tools for classroom. And we want to be sure that we tell others about it. We get so much great feedback from parents. Our students do so well. Our we have such an incredible teaching staff that we want to share it with you. Yeah, so I think our, our foundation is great. We have this model of a preschool that just runs so smoothly. And we just see these little minds working so hard every day. And we just wanted to share what we do here at The Nest because it's pretty special. And we stay on top of trends. We stay current on research. And there's a lot of new things that come out all the time. And each show, we're going to share that. We're going to talk about something that's news. And then we're going to tell you, how do we do that at Nest School? How did we add that to our curriculum? How did we make it a part of what we do every day? Yeah, we're a two-day preschool. And so most of our teachers were moms, don't really have a background in education. So... Suzanne and I are just going to share how we developed into an actual school with moms that were not necessarily the background of teaching, but have become just amazing teachers. We've got an incredible team here, and you're about to see some as we go forward with our podcast. We hope you'll join us every week because we're going to be on every week. So we're going to start off today by talking to a mom, a parent who has had three children go through the nest. And she's delightful, and we're so excited. Let's talk to McKenna. And we're back with our very special guest. McKenna, we're delighted to have you here. And I was telling people that you have had three kiddos go through our NEST curriculum. And tell us a little bit about yourself and your family, and just tell us a little background. My name's McKenna, like you said. I'm married. I have three children. I have a son and two daughters. And... All three are now in elementary school, so one's fifth grade, fourth grade, and first grade. And Crazy. all three have had the privilege of being at the nest, which has just been a really sweet blessing for our entire family. It's just been really neat because y'all have been a part of our life since they were all at least three. So that's um, just such a delight for us um, to get to that part now with y'all. With Nolan, I always say I feel like a, a grand teacher because yes. I have kids yeah. that are that old now. Yeah. So McKenna, yes. uh, we, we've talked a lot about philosophy and the Christian background and our purpose for being here and having that synchronization with our parents and that, that we have the same values and goals and the things that we want to impart to a child. And so talk about your home and how you, what your philosophy is in raising Christian children and giving children a Christian worldview. Talk about that and how we've worked together in partnership. Sure. Absolutely. I love, I think one of the things that you always say is that we don't teach the gospel, then somebody else will teach them something else, right? If we don't so, teach a child to follow Christ, the world will teach them not to. Not to, absolutely. Yep. So in our home, we just cultivate just that right there. So to be with others in the education realm that care about that as much as we do with, hey, why do we want to le learn to read? It's because we want to read the Bible, learn more about God, who he is and how to come to a personal relationship with him and how to 
love on others and be somebody that can make a difference in this sin-filled world, right? I think it all starts there with reading. So if we can't read God's word, then that's a big miss. So I love what you teach to correspond with lessons of character and integrity and being a good friend. You teach creation all the way through the resurrection and you apply that to everything. So everything that, whether it's reading or writing or working in science or math, whatever it is, y'all cultivate this amazing environment where God is involved in every piece of what y'all teach. Can you talk a little bit about the academic part, our spiritual component and our spiritual focus? is so strong. And can you talk about the academics? Because you have three lovely, but very smart kiddos. How has that worked for your family and your kiddos? Yeah, I love that. Probably that we've talked about reading, but more than I think reading people just say that, but what y'all teach through phonics has helped my children in the years that they've been at the nest plus the years after. So the neatest thing probably for me this year, my first grader, just came through the Nest kindergarten. So she's had a few years with Nest preschool and learning phonics and building on that. And then she was in kindergarten with the Nest and the same thing. It's just those same rhythms of learning how to read, how to break down words, even words that she's never seen. So now what's really neat to me is of course the time being there was so special, but then now the year after she's using all the tools that you've taught her in phonics, she's now applying those. So when we go to read books that she's never picked up, that she's using that method to break down words that she's never seen before. And so that's a huge win for us in the academic part, because then she's not afraid to try books that she's never read. And she doesn't lack confidence to pick up new things and just try to read it. So that's yeah. a sweet thing that y'all created. Thank and I you. feel like that's a good judge of success when we see our kids leave what we have here and they're successful in no matter what education format they go to next. And just to hear that she takes those skills that she learned at the nest, especially through learning phonics. Yeah, that's really good. So let's talk about that. Yeah. Kids to the nest. Will hey, tell me more about that, Crystal. Yes. When the kids leave here and my favorite part of this job really is to see how successful they are, whether they're in public school or they're homeschooled. A lot of our kids will win citizenship awards in their schools. They progress very well academically. Leaders, yep. they perform in school plays and very they're in advanced. the front row because yep. we have a huge Christmas program that we do. Yes. It's just great to hear that your kiddos are doing so well. I did have one question for you, McKenna, okay. since you've been here since the beginning. You've been here yes. since we were at the old, old church, and now we're at this beautiful church. You've had kids in the twos program all the way through kinder. And I just thought about what is one thing that you can think of that's one of your favorite things about the nest, whether it was an event or something that we do here that you like. Oh, goodness. I'll put you on the spot. Kind of I know. I think my favorite event, I love the consistency of including families in important milestone events. So Thanksgiving feast is wonderful. Yeah. But what y'all have done with the springtime with, and I didn't experience it until last year. And so I heard about it because it was specific to kindergarten. That was the Mother's Day tea. And that oh, was just Kendra. so sweet. And it's because 
every year you make certain aspects of whether it's pre-K or kindergarten, like it's such a special treat. And so it is really the a way treat. that you I agree parents with you. feel I agree with and the way you make the children feel. And they know, like you said, that was such a good point. When they are center stage for lots of things, they know how to get up in front of people and tell their story, whether it's through Bible verse or song or scripture or telling the Thanksgiving story. Yeah. It's just they that level so of confidence I think they build. And yes. that's so important yes. to me to really know that these children are loved by God and by us and that they are special and they have a lot to share. We've progressed so much, but I feel like we've stayed the same in ways too. Can you share maybe how yes. we've stayed the same? Even though we have a wonderful kindergarten program, I feel like it's just as special as our twos program. What would you say stays oh, the yeah. same? I'm thinking back to threes and fours, just that sweet communication with teachers is yeah. always the same, no matter who you have. And that is amazing because I will tell you every year I would think, oh, no year could get better than this or this grouping of teachers, these two teachers. And then it's almost like having more children. Your heart just opens up to each teacher. So it's not even that like when you have your firstborn, you think, oh, how can I love another, another baby more? And you just do. And yeah. then the third or fourth, and the teachers are the same. You think, oh, I've had these two ladies. They're the greatest combo. Could it get any better? It just is always so consistently wonderful. And your love as a parent for these teachers just grows. And then you just love that your children have experiences with all these different teachers. I think that is the most consistent thing that y'all have is the beauty of the way that you've woven in these hearts and lives of these teachers, the way they work together. And they really do care for one another. They care to be their best for one another and help each other in each day that they're working together. And they really love our kids. Really I appreciate well. that. I think our we foundation do. is relationships, our relationship with oh, Christ, yeah. our relationship with each other, our relationship with these kids. And that's why we created the curriculum that we did just so yeah. our teachers can focus on those relationships and, and get to know them and their yeah. parents too. So I think it's a good time to say, McKenna, we are so thankful that you joined us, but you're a parent that we really value and appreciate. And what you were yes. saying about us as teachers and administrators here oh, at my school, absolutely. we also love and appreciate you. Thank you for being our Thanks. guest. We appreciate it. We love you. Our we first guest. Family. Our first guest. Thank you. Thank, thank you, Miss McKenna. We'll talk you to you soon. Love, love, love you, too. And All right. Thank you. Thank y'all. Wow, that was great. That was that a great, great conversation. Love her. I think we're ready to go on. Let's go into our curriculum corner and let's start talking about how specifically do we do our Bible stories. great part of our story is how do we get here? And Crystal and I particularly are tuned into this because a lot of this is our part of the story, especially when we start talking about our Bible stories. And so when I started, I wanted the Bible integrated into everything we did in our classroom. If we're going to teach children the alphabet, why not also tie it in with a Bible story that we're talking about it? Why not tie that into everything? So I started looking, I looked for curriculum, and I didn't really find anything that had both a strong academic component and the Bible integrated as much as possible. Scripture, if we're going to teach them about 
God making them special and unique? How do we teach that? How do we get it in the classroom? I don't want it just once a week in chapel. I want the teachers to be talking about Jesus in the classroom too. So enter Miss Crystal, and she's a very well-educated, very experienced curriculum writer and author. And so I'm going to let you talk about that very beginning time, Miss Crystal. For sure. It was special. I think God called us together. We both have different backgrounds. Mine is education and yours is more business background. Business entrepreneur, yeah. And we just came up with this creation, which is now our curriculum. That is the base of everything that we do here. So this Bible truth card, it's been around a little bit. It's wrinkled. You know, <laughs> we've used it quite a bit, but Suzanne had given me this and just said, I think this would just be a great tool to use in the classroom as a teaching resource. And so she was like, what can you do with this card? And so I took this card home and I rewrote the back just to modify it for threes and three-year-olds and four-year-olds because it's a little wordy. Came up with the story, came up with some guided reading questions that we're going to dive into in a different episode. And it just made our whole curriculum evolve into incorporating these Bible stories into the classroom and incorporating it with reading. And then and, we came up with our own. We realized that we yes, could be authors and writers. Yes, as Suzanne always says, why don't we do our own? Our own. And I was like, <laughs> okay, I think maybe we can. So we have a little video here to show how we took the Bible story and made it six cards. And so we just wanted to show you here what we've created. Have Suzanne talk about it a little bit. Yeah, let's roll this clip. So if you want to see the curriculum in all its glory here. This is going to show you how we biblically integrate into our curriculum, the lesson and the character and that our children all memorize scripture. And so this shows you stories and we have a Bible poster. And as the teachers are telling the story, they're putting these cards on the board. And what's really fun about this, I think kids love it, is the goal by the end of that unit is that the child can put the story together in the correct order and retell the story when they go home sure. and tell the story to their friends. And so real multi-purpose sure. cards. Can be put in a center. All kinds of things you can do with it. At the bottom here, you're seeing the Bible verses. And that was the character card that was showing there on the bottom. This is a specific unit here. And this is going to show unit six. And it's going to show how the story comes together. So let's go ahead and go to seeing this in the classroom. Yeah, I think this is actually unit two. We talk about David and Goliath. Okay. So here shows... The six cards depicting the story. Yes. And so this is Kara, one of our teachers in the classroom. So this is how she uses David and Goliath. She goes above and beyond. Love this girl. <laughs> she so she dresses up. She's obviously dressed as Goliath. And she uses little Lincoln here <laughs> to dress as David. You can see we have props to show. And that just anytime you can act things make out. Make the story come to yes, life for it's kids. It's going to make the children remember this story. Yes, because don't you always tell me, like you want them to say it, hear it, sing it, repeat it. Repetition is huge. Look at her springing out her balloon sword and making it part of the story. And you're getting those visual learners here, kiddos that learn really well by seeing it. Well, this next video is actually another teacher and she's reading the story to the students. And so we'll see how the kids are all attentively listening to the story. Looks like David and Jonathan. This is our unit three story. The theme is thankfulness. So we really talk about friendships and yes. how David and Jonathan have a good friendship and what that means to be a good friend. 
And so this is Miss Linnae talking about the stories. In her lap is her guide that I give all the teachers. So she knows exactly what to say here for each story, for each card. So it works really well. All right. So why don't you tell us more about the curriculum? Yeah. Biblical character is something that I think is another foundation of what we do here. McKenna touched base on it a little bit. And so going back to that original story of the little boy that feeds the 5,000, shares his food, I came up with the biblical character of being compassionate. Good word. And so we have these Bible story cards. And what we do is that's our theme for the whole month. So we really try to hit and highlight when the kids show compassion with each other. Yes. Because you teachers a prompt or what are you looking for? Yes. The child has learned what the meaning of it is. And then sure. when you see them acting that, then you tell them, you share it. And children get all excited. I've done what God wants me to do. And I'm, I'm so excited. I'm, I'm going to help my little friend. I'm going right. to show compassion. I'm going to help them on the playground when they fall. And it's, then, you know, another step that we did when we first started this curriculum, I love picture books. Yes. That's my heart. Um, to read to little kids, I think it's important. And so I said, why not connect, you know, the Bible story card with books that they have the same theme? So this is... So the is, book doesn't necessarily have to be written as a Christian book, per oh, no. se. It's just a good book, but you sometimes draw a spiritual purpose Sure. A message out of a book. And, and this tie is a sweet together. book about an old man that takes care of zoo animals and shows compassion by taking care of them. And then when he gets really sick, the animals show compassion to wow. him. So it's just a way that I, I hold it for you. connected. Yeah, just connected the theme from the Bible story into other stories as well. And so we have nine units that we do this from unit one, talking about being unique, that God made us unique all the way to unit nine. I love how in unit one, you have a book about alligators that is just a fun book teaching kids characteristics. But what you teach them is God made an alligator with that thick skin and he made it for a purpose, just like he creates us, each one of us, a masterpiece of him. And we all have a special purpose, but he created us individually. We're all one of a kind. We are. I just love the different variety of books that we have in our curriculum. We have nonfiction, we have a pretty big fiction. bibliography of books, don't we? We have classic books like Brown Bear, and we also try to have up-to-date and new books as well. And there's really good books out there for kids. It's just incredible, and it's fun, and it's exciting to see what kids do yeah. with it. We're always going to talk to you about some current research and some current topics that we just want to bring some articles or some stories to you that are out there that are published. And I just want to talk about, because we're talking about some spiritual importance, and when you understand the statistics on spiritual understanding by children, what they can understand and learn. So let's go with a couple of news stories. When we talk about the biblical curriculum, we talked about biblical integration of the story in our curriculum. I, I think there's some important stats that are out there. And I read this and it makes me more compassionate about sharing Jesus with little kids. Did you know that a uh, person's moral foundations are generally in place by the time they reach age nine. I think congregations that want to have an impact on children, that this is the most important group that we should focus on is our children. This is where the lessons, this lesson from the Barna research, which they're so good at researching, they've got a rich well of information. I really recommend you go out and, and uh, look at this article and read it because it's powerful about how with the importance of the lifelong learning that children 
accomplishing. So we take advantage of that. We know that they can learn. And up to the age of five, their brain capacity is just exploding. And it's unlike any other time in their life. And so we really believe in giving children important work. And we also know that you teach them young, they're responsive. They can imitate the word and the deeds of others. This article, the second one, talks about how the teachers are spiritual architects. They shape the soul and character of students. It's our responsibility as teachers to shape students to become capable, moral people. So I really highly recommend this article also. So please check it out. And just we're going to every month try to highlight some things in our next podcast. We'll have some others that have to do with topics that are important to you. You want to know this stuff as you're taking on that role of Christian education. All right. So we're going to do a giveaway every show. We are going to give away a book. Yay. Who wrote that book? Suzanne did. I did. But it's, it follows the theme of children being created by God, being one of a kind being a masterpiece. And there's even a part in there about bullying, about we support each other and we are thankful for each other and who each other are. And I'll tell you what, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to give away five books signed by the author because I, I think I can talk her into it. And uh, all you have to do is subscribe and tag five people. And the first five people that do that, we're going to send a book to. We look forward to hearing from you. And next week, Miss Crystal, what's up? Next week, we're going to talk about center-based learning and dive into that. You might ask yourself, how in the world do you do center-based learning stations with threes and fours? We also do it with our two-year-olds. So we're going to just dive deep into that. We have a couple of episodes coming up after that about phonics. That's a very hot topic talk about these being days. In the news, yes. yes, exactly. Also, guided reading. I'm excited that we're going to meet some actual teachers. Yes. And uh, they're going to share with you. They're so good. They've got so many ideas and you're going to love it. If you're a teacher, you're a parent, you're homeschooling, you're a grandparent like I am. And you just want to make sure your kid's going to be able to read. Watch us. Our podcasts are going to be rich with information. Yes. And we will always have tips and tricks too. Yes. Tips and We'd tricks. We'd like to leave you with something. Yes. For sure. Every we, For every episode. Yes. We love you being here. We're thankful that you tuned in today. Please check us out next week. Thank you very much and God bless.